now loading the Mindset Digital Podcast. Three, two, one. From the intersection of social media, learning, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Mindset Digital Podcast. Two compelling things from the world of digital and one life hack and or something funny. Uh, I'm Pete Brown. I'm the Chief Creative Officer here, and this is our third podcast under the new format in three weeks, so we are on schedule. Joining me, as always, in the booth is a smart person by the name of Matthew Wiener. <laughs> hey, Pete. You can just call me Wiener. Very good, Wiener. Thanks. How does my energy sound? I'm trying to bring it up. Up. Yeah. Way okay, up. very good. <laughs> so, uh, you know the way this works. You're going to share something with me. I have something to share with you. I have no idea what you're coming in <laughs> here with. And it's possible we had the same thing. Yeah. So, we did not check. So, this is going to be like a live reveal. I had I had two to choose from. So, if we do the same one, I can go with the other one. Okay. Although, I, I did barely any research on it okay so if you uh tell me your first one and i like grab my heart and go <laughs> so um okay you ready to do this yeah all right what do you got for me i've got uh, assembly bill five okay we're in good shape i have no <laughs> idea what that is <laughs> all right good so this is a bill in california making its way through the legislature uh, it is expected to pass uh, sometime before September 13th, just made through a, a, a key fiscal committee. Okay. You can see I did a lot of research for this one, at least. And what this would do is it's going to make it harder for gig economy companies to classify workers as independent contractors. Okay. So gig economy, like Uber, Uber drivers. Uber, Lyft, DoorDash. TaskRabbit. Yeah. 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 Really, I mean, almost every startup that has since built itself as the Uber of X since right. Uber came out is, you know, has this gig economy contractor like underpinning its you know, yeah. financial viability. If you drive for Uber or whatever, you get a 1099 at the end of the year that says this is how much you made. Mm. They don't take any taxes out of your work. You're an independent contractor. You don't have to, they don't have to give you benefits. Right. That's so that's the big thing that California is coming at it from it, it. You know, it's interesting. I didn't see as much uh, around like the tax issue. A mm -hmm. lot of it's more been from the angle of, you know, these people need benefits. They need right. employment protections. Right. You know, there's no discrimination protection. Right. California has, I think, you know, pretty relatively high minimum wage. Yeah. So there's a lot of protections they want to get for these workers. Yeah. And it could end up affecting, I mean, not just uh, like Uber and Lyft, but there's really like it could uh, affect up to a million people in California. Yeah. And then the bigger thing nationwide is that for you know, especially for an Uber and a Lyft, this, it really is an existential threat. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's not just, you know, articles and editorializing. This was one of the things that Uber listed in their IPO filing is like an adverse effect would be if they had to reclassify their contractors. Sure. I mean, first of all, Uber is losing tons of money as it is, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know how they could make that business model pay. They, yeah, they, I mean, they, they themselves said they, they could not is there something in the in the proposal that says if you work X number of hours, you are not an independent contractor, or is there yes. a line? So, so the way the way it's written, it's based off of a 2018 Supreme Court decision, uh, California Supreme Court, okay. uh, that involved a national delivery company, and they were also classifying them as independent contractors, right. even though they they had to use their own vehicles, pay for their own gas, other expenses, which right. again sounds a lot like right. like Uber. So the Supreme Court said that if 
if your job is central to a company's core business, or if the boss is able to direct the way the work is done, then you're not an independent contractor. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so they took yeah. this language and they're going to try to codify that, you know, statewide, which Holy would make cow. it one, you know, harder to challenge legally, and then it would allow the state and not just courts to enforce it. Wow, that that that's a hugely impactful thing. Yeah, wow. yeah, this is a really fascinating law to follow right now, and it you know it's still just sure. the state level, but I mean this will have national ramifications. For I the wonder. In- so you know, you know, I mean, we, we all do freelance projects here as they come up. Right. <laughs> Sorry, boss, <laughs> but you know, I occasionally write documentaries for production companies in California. Uh, and I'm an independent contractor there. So I wonder if this will mean they'll have to give me benefits. Well, probably, I mean, because you, you, I mean, feel, we can cut this in post if we need to, but I, I assume you're doing that under your, your own company, right? That's you have correct. Your, right. So you, that, this would That'd not affect fine. you. I yeah. gotcha. There, there, are, there are some carve-outs, includes uh, doctors, lawyers, architects, uh, engineers, freelance journalists was an interesting carve-out as well. And, oh, yeah. And like all makers claim <laughs> Sorry, that, writers. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and the reasoning was, you know, profession where you either have the ability Ability to negotiate for yourself, yeah. or where your 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 business is not one with a documented history of wage gotcha. theft, that then makes sense. They, they gave you a carve out. Although I do think that freelance journalists might might disagree on that one. I know I don't know any freelancer that's ever negotiated <laughs> right. with me. <laughs> so it's know. a very powerful class of. If employee. you're out there, let us know. We'd love to get you on the show and find out how you did it. So yeah, the taxing is not a big deal, except for me. Like I always spend all my freelance money when it comes in, and then when I do my taxes, I'm like, right. oh. I always owe a bunch of money. So, uh, so uh, okay. So this is going to be voted on September thirteenth. Well, so it, yeah, and it is expected to pass, and the governor is expected to sign it. You know, it just again cleared this this key committee, so there's really nothing else stopping it at this point. Now there are a few caveats. So okay. there. They are still negotiating for additional carve-outs. You know, who knows what's going on behind the right. scenes, all sorts of wheeling and dealing. And so this could end up being more toothless. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, although, at the same time, there have been you know, a bunch of, like, lawyers and economists have all right. written to the governor and legislature urging them not to carve out yeah. these, these sorts of gig, gig workers. Who is the governor of California? Uh, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, former San Francisco mayor. Uh, yeah, I yeah. So. Okay, very good. And so uh, Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash together have threatened to spend $90 million on the 2020 ballot measure to take this directly to voters oh, if yeah. this passes without the carve-outs. I got to become a new proposition. Yeah. And then the California's uh, labor groups have you know, responded that they will fight that. So this could end up being you know one of the most expensive ballot measures Holy in cow. state history. You came in here with some. That's even big. That's almost bigger than Domino's Pizza going to the Supreme <laughs> Court. <laughs> This, this, yeah, this would be a massive case. Wow, really I- interesting. So, all right, anything else about it I should know? Um, no, just stay tuned. Yeah, I wonder if they're trying to cut some sort of deal. Yeah, so <laughs> that they don't have to have a big proposition and go. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, well, I've got something that's uh, really closely related to this in that in marginally involves California, uh, <laughs> where they make movies. And I know you're a huge fan of movies, yeah. right? And you write movie reviews. Yeah. And you probably watch movies five times a week? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and you're nothing if not a huge fan of Jeremy Renner. That's <laughs> A.K.A. Hawkeye from the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Avenge of the Fallen. And Hansel and Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> he was in the Hurt Locker. Uh. Yeah, I know you're a huge Jeremy Renner fan, so I know in 2017 when he released his own app, you totally <laughs> jumped on board. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner this week shut down the Jeremy Renner official app, no. which was called Official Jeremy Renner. <laughs> 
And so this app originally came out around 2016, 17. Celebrities all started doing their own apps, mm. basically. And this one, here's what it could do. It could uh, it brought all of his social media stuff into one place. Um, you could leave comments and you could uh, boost your comments by buying stars. <laughs> And then it said, join exciting contests for chances to win amazing prizes like meeting Jeremy Renner, event tickets, watch cool videos, follow Jeremy Renner. And so basic, basically an app that brings all of his, it brought a <laughs> Spotify list in, his Instagram, his Twitter. So you could see all that in one place. And then there was like ch- places where you could chat and comment and <laughs> connect with Jeremy and connect with other fans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and they, uh, they took it over really, really hard. So, uh, and, and so, for example, uh, you can name yourself anything, right? So mm, a very popular mm-hmm. user uh, posed as Casey Anthony. He <laughs> <laughs> kept posting, like, private messages to Jeremy Renner as if they were from Casey Anthony. Do, I mean, do we know it's not the real case? We don't. Anthony? We don't okay. know that at all. Uh, I will say, though, there was a review in the App Store that said, finally, an app that's not afraid to be Casey Anthony positive. <laughs> uh, the other thing was that every time the app sent you a push notification, mm-hmm. it looked like it was coming from Jeremy <laughs> Renner itself. It would say Jeremy Renner, colon, and then whatever the comment was. So, you know, somebody would comment on something I have terrible diarrhea today, and you would get a push notification on your phone that said, Jeremy Renner, I have put terrible <laughs> diarrhea today. <laughs> when he shut it down, he said, he's like, this app has jumped the shark due to individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within the app. I've asked the company to shut it down, and he's refunding the star money for anyone who bought <laughs> stars over the last 90 days, which is a bummer for me because my star buy was like 91 days ago. <laughs> I, I, I think the first question I have is, does Jeremy Renner know what Jump the Shark means? <laughs> it sounds like that might not have been like, the way to use it. Yes, because Jump the Shark would be like the app was compelling at one point, <laughs> and now it's not compelling. <laughs> right. Right. And actually, in the um, this notice, it was like someone had typed it up in a, in a font called Mistral, and it was unedited. It had mistakes in it. Um, but... When he says that people manipulate the app to impersonate him, like they would name themselves Jeremy Renner, but like with no space between the two words and use his, and it would look exactly like it was coming from him. They, they, they didn't think to block those. No, <laughs> they did not at all, right? It was a very Aww. loose app. And so this week, Jeremy Renner had enough. And he said, the Jeremy Renner app is, is going to be no more. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm laughing because I, I mean, Jeremy Renner telling me that he has severe diarrhea is just objectively funny yes absolutely but it also makes me kind of sad that there was this you know admittedly niche social media yeah. platform that had somehow you know survived all this yeah well and it's interesting because i i noticed that uh, quite a few of the celebrity apps that kind of came out in this 2016-17 area have since shut down taylor swift shut mm. hers down the kardashians shut theirs oh, down yeah, yeah. Uh, Part of it is basically this app company would come to you and say, I want to license you and I'll do your app. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the articles also said like the Paris Hilton app still brings in $35,000 a month. So, huh. uh, you know, I understand that idea of wanting a place to kind of connect with your fans to make it convenient. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the trolls just had too much fun. And, and they shouldn't be surprised because it launched in March 2017. Mm-hmm. And then like three months later, it relaunched. Like they took <laughs> it out and then restarted it because of the trolling. And apparently they were putting more content moderation in there, but it just wasn't str- wasn't up for the task. I, 
now that you say that, like I remember reading stories like yeah, a few years back during that that first relaunch, and from it's been a while, but from what I remember at that time, it was less about overt trolling, and they actually had some you know genuine like fan base fights and like cries of censorship. Yeah, well, and and the official line on that relaunch was just updating the code. <laughs> And it wasn't; it didn't have anything to do, but it wiped out all of those early conversations when they did it. So, so um, mm. the Matt Weiner official app, I'm assuming, is still <laughs> under under work. Yeah, have all your movie reviews, your LinkedIn makeovers. <laughs> yeah, so, so it would just pull in all of the content he was posting elsewhere. Yeah, and oh, then they okay. would run like contests, and he would do, you know, videos just for the app. Ah, all right. And like when you first installed it you were welcomed by like a custom jeremy renner video so i think he thought this is just one place i can constantly be in touch with my fans and Mm -hmm. unfortunately the internet had other ideas for jeremy (laughs) renner so i'm sorry to say oh and here's the best thing the fans were all ranked based on the number of stars they had right so you could (laughs) acute there was a fan board like a listing right and so people would buy stars to move up on that listing and there was an interview with the number one fan who was a legit fan but she said she had just fallen to number two by an infiltrator who had taken (laughs) over so but i could see too an app company they're like what kind of security do we need to put on a jeremy renner (laughs) app so so sorry to say, Jeremy Renner fans, uh, if you want an app to talk to Jeremy Renner, you're out of luck. <laughs> All right. Any questions about Jeremy Renner? Um, well, n- n- I mean, a lot, but no. no. <laughs> Can you, as a movie buff, tell me what you think Jeremy Renner's best performance was in? I mean, I, I probably got to go with Hurt Locker, but I, yeah. I mean, I also, to be honest, I don't know how well I know the Jeremy Renner filmography. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know Hurt Locker. I know Hansel and Gretel. And I <laughs> yeah, know, it's not that one. And I know the Marvel stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, probably not one of the more beloved Marvel characters. That's right. Within the MCU. That's right. Although he did, I like how he became kind of a real bad guy in the last movie. Yeah. I remember his family evaporated and he's like, I'll just kill bad guys. But they were also like just weirdly okay with welcoming back into the fold after his murderous rampage. Yes, like, I like know. That never really got resolved. That always happens in super, <laughs> and it happens in the comics all the time. They go, well, yeah. you were mind controlled. You're fine. <laughs> all right. So now this comes to life hacks or something funny. And okay. I think today's qualifies as both. <laughs> Last week you gave us the life hack of uh, photocopying your picture frame yeah i haven't tried it but i still think that was a good one (laughs) so i uh searched life hacks on google and then i went to the last page of search results (laughs) to find something there 58 pages in and that pointed me to a youtube channel called hacks buzz okay so it's the word hacks and the word buzz (laughs) that that buzz catapulted them to page 58 that's correct and i am fascinated by this channel Hmm. it's made offshore somewhere uh, just, you know, little hand videos doing different life hacks, oh, yeah. five or six minutes each mm-hmm. of like, there'll be three or four hacks in each one. A lot of stuff like, you know, making a scoop out of a plastic bottle or making a watering can out of a plastic bottle, a lot of plastic bottles. <laughs> uh, they have 108 videos on there of which 100 of them have 10 or fewer views. <laughs> so over the past seven months, like I'm literally looking at all these. Now they might be stealing the videos from somewhere else, <laughs> but I don't know. They don't. They're not super highly produced. 
<laughs> but they're like uh, there were some videos that I was the first person ever to view them <laughs> <laughs> on Hex Buzz. And what makes me suspicious is there's one video. So all their videos started seven months ago. There's one video from two years ago, which is an album by a guy named Palabe Kothe, and that has twenty seven thousand views. Ooh. <laughs> So, and it's just a picture of him while the whole album plays start to finish. So, uh, I thought, let me get a great life hack from these hundred videos and, and point people to Hacks Buzz to help them out <laughs> with some. I, I think I, I might even be the first ever subscriber to the you channel. Might. Uh, the problem is the hacks are just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you have a lot of plastic bottles around and you don't own spoons, um, there's not a lot of them. So the one one of them, they took uh, one of those binder clips, mm -hmm. okay, and then they took two spoons and sort of jammed the the not the business end of the spoon, but the handle end into the sides of the binder clip and turned it into tongs that you could use <laughs> to take boiling eggs out of water. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Like if you now if you have a spoon, typically you can do it, but maybe you're real jittery and you're like, I can't remove this egg with a single spoon. Right. Get a binder clip and use it as kind of the the huh, all right the hinge there. Mm -hmm. The and, and what I would say the only useful one was uh, if you need to sharpen a pair of scissors, mm -hmm. you take a piece of sandpaper and fold it in half, and then you just cut a bunch of little strips, and that sharpens it up. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, at least in the video, it I'd did. Have to go buy sandpaper. Yeah, but for some reason they took the sandpaper and then they hot glued it. <laughs> together as if they couldn't just hold it together and do that, that that's helpful although i mean as someone who has just bought new underwear instead of doing laundry yeah I, I i don't see myself sharpening my scissors anytime soon i know people people actually do that like i said to my wife the other day i'm like we probably should get new steak knives and we have <laughs> these steak knives that are like 32 years old <laughs> there's only like half of them left in the block and they were weren't great when we got them you know and i'm like She's like, well, you could sharpen them. And I'm like, <laughs> what about me makes you think I'm going to sharpen these knives? Am I like a medieval peasant? I'm like so maybe, sharpener. let's just say maybe you're in a rush and you have to wrap a package wiener and your scissors, your scissors are so dull <laughs> that you can't even cut the wrapping paper, but you mm -hmm. happen to have a piece of sandpaper nearby. This will uh -huh. come in handy there, <laughs> thanks to the good people at Hacks Buzz. <laughs> All right, well, that was good. I I appreciate you like pull behind the curtain there because I had the same issue last week where immediately went to like go google life yeah. hacks and yeah. all of that and yeah after the first page it is just like an uncanny valley of diy crafts and yep. things that real humans cannot possibly yep. be doing i know i i mean i could like i you know i live when i was in the peace course so i saw people who had to do things like make a scoop out of a plastic bottle mm -hmm. because they just didn't have the money to go buy a scoop right mm -hmm. so i could see in in that respect but some of them are just so dumb <laughs> You know, there was like unroll, you know, so you have those paper cups that you get ketchup in at like five guys and yeah, Wendy's. Yeah. It's like unroll the top so you can put more ketchup in there. <laughs> Life hack. So many of them, like they, if I don't look ahead or like read the description, right? Like, like you're kind of with them. Yeah. And then the reveal on what this hack was for is such a 180. Like, it, no. like I kind of appreciate it like as its own YouTube art form, yeah. but they're, they're not life hacks. Yeah. 
So I say uh, for next week's show, let's go with something funny on the internet. All right. Because right? <laughs> it'll be your turn. All right. I All can right. do that. Good times. Okay. So that wraps us up today. Huge court case or huge law pending in California, yeah. which could turn into a court case and mm. or a proposition on their ballot. Yep. Major implications there. The bigger news, I think, is that Jeremy Renner's <laughs> app is no longer available. <laughs> for all the Renheads out there, we're sorry. <laughs> Wiener is actually, he's actually shedding a tear here. My, he's pretty upset. The, the Renaissance is coming to an end. <laughs> the Renaissance is over. He used to, uh, every Wednesday, post Happy Renz Day. <laughs> of course he did. And finally, check out Hacks Buzz. That's two words on YouTube. And give those poor, poor people <laughs> a couple of views. Hacks Buzz. All right, everybody. Until next week, what do you say, Wiener? Good times. Good times. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? Send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. This episode was produced by Pete Brown and featured Matt Wiener and me, Briavel Schultz. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode.